Hello, everyone. Welcome to the prayer experience. We're honored to have you with us today. Please share this video. And you can subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel. And there's a prayer experience hotline on the screen that you can call and someone will pray with you. You can leave your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments. And we're in day 17 of the 30-day prayer and fasting. Uh, in Joel 1 through 14, it says, Consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Okay, we're going to start with Thanksgiving. You know, Jesus, when he prayed, he told the disciples how to pray. And he started off by saying, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. So we want to start off by acknowledging that Jesus is Lord of all and that he is holy. And we want to look at Psalm 107, 1 through 3. These scriptures are absolutely loaded. I got so excited when I read them. It starts off by saying, Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east, from the west, and from the north, and from the south. So looking at those scriptures again, it says for us to give thanks unto God because he's good. You know, we can always count on him being good because he never changes. And when we know that God is good, we can trust him. You know, you can't trust someone if they're not good. So we can trust God because we know that he's good. And it says to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, when we go to God in prayer, we are saying something. You know, praying is saying. So as we go to him in prayer, we're going to say some things. We're going to say truth, which will change the facts that we are facing today. And then it goes on to say that he has gathered us from the east and the west and the north and the south. So think about this today. God has gathered us all here today from all the parts of the world. And how blessed that is that we can come together today in prayer from all over the world. We're together. You know, it's not just that God is with us in the times that we are alone. But right now, not only is he with us, but we are together. What a blessing that we can come together. And we know that when two or more are gathered together, he's in the midst of us. And when two agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it is done in Jesus' name. So what a privilege. Let's just go together in prayer and thank God for his goodness. And for the fact that we can come together as a family. Father, we just thank you for a new day. Father, where your mercies are new every morning. And it doesn't matter what happened last night before we went to bed, Father. But it's a new day. It's a new beginning. Father, we thank you that we can come together. That we're not alone, but we have each other. Lord, you are building your church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against us. Father, you said that because you knew that the gates of hell would try to prevail against us, but they will not succeed. Father, I'm thankful that you're with us. 
and that we have each other and for a new a new week and father you know i believe lord there's victory for us and father we want to enter into this week with that mindset that we are a people of victory and that when you are for us who can be against us no one so, Father, we just thank you for this time of prayer. And, Lord, we want to make it count. Father, we want to pray the answer. We don't want to pray the problem. But, Father, we know that truth that we know makes us free. And that's what we want to pray today. We want to pray, Lord, what you say about circumstances so that we can watch those circumstances change in our life. And, Lord, we just thank you. And we ask, Lord, that you just lead us today as we pray. We want to be led by your spirit and pray what is needful today. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So we want to go into the inspired word. And that is found in 2 Corinthians 1, 19 through 20 in the New King James Version. It says, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ... Who was preached among you by us, by me. This is Paul talking. So Paul preached and Silvanus and Timothy. It was not yes and no, but in him it is yes. And it says, for the promises of God in him are yes. And in him, amen to the glory of God through us. What I want to focus on here today, what came to me as I was picking out scriptures was that the promises of God to us are yes and amen. They're not no. God's promises to us are yes. So when we look into God's word and he tells us something, we can know that he doesn't change his mind from one day to the next. He doesn't say yes today, but then tomorrow changes his mind and says no. God's promises to us are yes and they are amen. Amen is so be it. So what we need to do as believers is we need to find out what God says about life. And we need to know that when he says something, he means it and he's never going to change. So I got to thinking, what are some of the promises that God has given us? The first one that came to my mind is God says in his word that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. You know, when we look in our life and we see lack or we um, we hear reports that are not agreeing with God, we have to take God's word and we have to compare those facts with what God says. And we have to make a decision in our mind to believe what God says. When he tells us that he will supply all of our needs, then we simply say amen to that because we know that it's true and that we can bank on that. You know, other things, they change. Circumstances change. But the word of God is eternal. The Bible says the things that we see, they're temporal. They're subject to change, but God's word is settled forever in heaven, and we can bank on that. So if there's lack in your life, if, if you have needs that are just screaming and yelling at you, you can take God's word that says, Lord, 
you supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Now you think about his riches and glory. There's no end to that. He's not limited. It is full. It is extravagant. So God, there's no shortage with God. He will supply our needs according to his riches and glory. So that is a promise from God that we need to hold on to. Another promise to us as Christians, God says in Isaiah 54, 13, all of my children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. That is a promise to God or to us from God for our children. So what we need to do instead of looking at circumstances, maybe it doesn't look that way with our children. We need to go back to what God says. He says all of our children, every one of them, there's not one exempt from that. You know, even the one that has strayed away, the Bible says, all thy children are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. So that is a promise from God. And so we would be very wise to agree with what God says about our children. You know, you have to do this in every area of life is find out what God is saying to you, what his promises are, and just know that they are yes and amen. So as we reflect on that, let's go to God in prayer and just ask him to uh, help us to be doers of this word. Because the Bible says if we hear the word and we're not doers, we deceive ourselves. And, you know, it's been said that if a person is deceived, they don't know that they're deceived because they're deceived. And we don't want to be in that place. So we just let's go to God and ask him to. Um, Help us to know his promises and to always stand on his promises, no matter what's going on in our lives. Father, we come to you today in Jesus name and we just thank you for your word. It's always good news to us. It's always a good report. Father, we just uh, thank you that your promises to us, they're precious, they're exceeding and great and precious promises that we have from you. Father, just help us to know what your word says about our lives and help us, Lord, to just be sure and to be confident and to not be moved no matter what's going on around us. Help us to be people, Father, that walk by faith and not by sight. And Lord, we just thank you that when you speak a word to us concerning our children, concerning our our finances concerning everything in life that concerns us. Father, we know that it's true and that it shall come to pass because you don't lie. So, Lord, we just thank you for your promises and thank you for helping us to believe you. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. And the more that we hear, the more that we will believe. And we just thank you, Father, for not changing your mind, not being wishy-washy, not being um, even moody, Lord, but you are the same, and we know that your word will never change, and we thank you for that, Father. There's confidence in that, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now we want to do prayers for the church. And that is found also in Psalm 107, too, that we just uh, took our scriptures from Thanksgiving. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. 
you know, once you find out what is true of you, you need to, we need to get to the place where we agree with God in our words. We don't need to speak of the old life that we once had. You know, when everything became new, as when we accepted Jesus into our hearts, everything becomes new. The Bible says old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. So what also needs to become new is our confession and our words. We need to spend our words saying what God says about us. You know, words are seed. Words are like containers. They have life in them or they have death in them. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 18, 21. If we realize the power of our words, we would really watch what we said. And you know, there's no bondage in this. It's, it's not to weigh us down and to uh, forbid us from having freedom in what we say. No, this is liberating for us to be able to declare with our words what is true. I mean, that, that is a powerful thing. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. There's power in our words. And as believers, we need to say that we're redeemed. We need to say what God says about us, and it will make a difference because seeds produce something. They are going to produce what they are. When we start speaking lack, we're going to live in that. We're going to see that because it's going to produce something in our life. We have got to get to the point where our words agree with God's words. You know, Jesus said that he, when he spoke of himself, he said, I do what the father does and I speak what the father says. What a prayer that that will be for us today to just pray that, Lord, we would get to the place where we speak what you say and we do what you do. We can't go wrong in that. You know, Jesus didn't sin. You know why? Because he did what the father did. He spoke what the father spoke. He was without sin. We can live that way. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let's pray and let's just ask God to Use our voices in this earth to declare life. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you for the power of our tongue and that we can use it for good. Father, we pray that you will bring us to the place that we will only speak truth and that we will realize the importance of our words, that we will have a revelation, Father, of the power of the tongue so that we will not use it for bad but that we will use it for good father we can decree what we want father we can order what we want by speaking lord your word says that whoever says shall say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and don't doubt in their hearts but they believe what they say they shall have what they say father show us what that means Father, help us to be a doer of that word. Father, where that we speak to mountains and they are removed. And Father, where that we speak life all around us, Father, and we receive life. Father, we just submit our tongues to you, Father, right now by faith. 
And we pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you just let your word flow from our tongues. And Father, when we say things that don't agree with you, Father, help us to notice it. Help us to stop doing that. Father, I pray that it just gets to the place where it becomes natural that we just speak life because of the life that is inside of us. And Father, we just thank you that, um, Lord, we are in needy people, but we thank you that we have you. And we thank you that you hear our prayers. And we agree on this in Jesus' name that we're going to start speaking life. Every day, every night, we're going to speak life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. And now we are going to pray for the nations. And this is the scripture that came to me for the nations. In Luke 23, 34, when Jesus was hanging on the cross and he had been mocked, he had been beaten. This is what Jesus said. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. You know, I got to thinking about the nations. And when I think of the nations, I think, you know, of the world. I think of the lost people. And, you know, in the, the desperation that they are in, in the darkness that they are in, sometimes they don't know what they're doing. So... I just had such compassion, you know, like Jesus. I, I mean, Jesus was moved with compassion when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So that is our prayer for the nations that they would receive this amazing forgiveness that God has for them, but also that they would know. We want to pray that their eyes would be open, that they would know the truth. You know, um, John eight thirty two. It says, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. That is what we want to pray for the nations today, that they would know the truth, that they would come out of that place of not knowing what they're doing. You know, I'm sure they look around and, and, and they're in so much turmoil and, and the harvest that they're living in, it's, it's terrible. And they really don't even know how they got there. Some of them are just clueless. Let's pray today that God will help them to know Jesus so that they can be free in their lives. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and we thank you that, Lord, you are calling the nations. I just think of that picture of Jesus where he knocks at the door. Father, you are knocking at the door of the hearts of man. Father, help them to know your voice. Help them to know the call where it's coming from and help them to answer the door, to open the door to you. Father, they too can have that voice of the redeemed. Father, redemption is there for them. Father, we pray that as you are drawing them unto yourself, Father, that they will realize that the only truth that will make them free, it's Jesus. So, Father, thank you for revealing Jesus today from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Thank you for gathering them, Lord, as you have gathered us here today. And we just thank you that your spirit is in this earth and it's moving. And today, there will be an answer to this prayer, Lord, as we call on you, you answer us. And we thank you, Father, that today souls 
will be saved. People will be born again today as a result of this prayer, Lord. We just thank you for drawing all men unto yourself. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Father. And now we are going to do healing prayers. And this is one of my most favorite scriptures in the entire Bible. It is Psalm 91, 16. It is the last verse in Psalm 19 or 91. This is a promise to God or from God to us. This is one of those yes and amen promises. God doesn't change his mind about this. God says to us with long life, I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. Let's look at this. You hear so much that you are not promised tomorrow. Well, let's look at what God says about that. Psalm 91, 16. God says, with long life, I will satisfy you and I will show you my salvation. The word salvation is the same word as Jesus. God says here, I'm going to give you a long life and I'm going to show you my salvation. When you look up the word salvation, even in just a dictionary or if you Google the word salvation, the word salvation means healing. It means victory. It means wholeness, completeness. It means Jesus. So God is telling us here, I will satisfy you with a long life and I will show you my salvation. I will show you healing. So today, as we pray for healing, there is a promise to you that God will satisfy you with a long life. You know, if you're 40 years old and you've received a bad report and you are not satisfied with 40 years, God says, I will satisfy you with a long life. If you're not satisfied with 80 years, God said, I will satisfy you with a long life. So God wants you to be satisfied. He wants you to live a long life. Uh, that's a promise. And he says, I will show you my salvation. And, and looking at that word and knowing that it means healing, God is saying to us, I will show you my healing. So let's take him at his word today and let's pray. And let's just know that this is a promise to us it is yes and amen. Father, we come to you today. And we thank you that your word is exalted above any report, above any symptom that we may be feeling. Father, your word will never be changed by any other word, by any other report or by any other fact. But Father, your word will change the circumstances in our life. And Lord, we simply come to you today and we say amen to your word. And your promise to us that says that you will satisfy us with a long life and that you will show us Jesus. You will show us salvation. You will show us healing. We are expecting that. So, Lord, right now we position ourselves. And, Father, we just simply believe. We receive that. Father, we thank you right now for a long life. And we thank you for showing us healing. And we will not settle for anything else. We choose to believe what you say, and because we have a voice, and you tell us to say so, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, we are going to start saying, Father, thank you for a long life, and thank you for showing me healing. Father, we just praise you that your word is true, and we are expecting 
to see that worked out in our lives and in our bodies concerning healing. So thank you, Lord, for your word. We believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Okay, thank you, Jesus. We just want to thank, thank y'all for being with us. But we want to thank God right now. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. We believe, Father, that prayer changes things and the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So we know, Father, that as we have prayed today, you have heard us and you answer us and we just expect. So today, Lord, we go into this week and we are hopeful knowing, Father, that everything that is not truth is going to fall and fade away in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you for praying with us. And you can subscribe to the free audio podcast. And the prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time. God bless y'all and see you later. Just cry.